0: <laughs> <laughs> Good, Good morning. 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 Today's Wednesday, it's the 3rd day of January. The year is 2024.
1: 2024.
0: <gasps> it's a day right live. Let's get going. Boom. Pew. It's time
1: to lift our hearts to Jesus.
0: It's time to break some holy bread.
1: Grab your coffee and your Bible. Two three, oh. Four, oh, three. Two D. Three. At the trumpet call So lift your voice It's a year of jubilee Out of Zion's hill Salvation Yes, he is.
0: He was, and he is, and he is to come. Thank you, wonderful, beautiful family. Sarah is here. They were asking about you yesterday.
1: I'm here. She's She's here.
0: here. She's here, she's here. Under the weather. Hence the reason I
1: played that whole song.
0: Mama is feeling better. Thank you for your prayers. She is on the other side. Alicia. On the other hand. But
1: on the other hand. But on the other hand.
0: Alicia will be getting better. She, I'm expecting her to wake up a lot better today. She's on her way to betterness. <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you for being here this morning on Daybreak. Daybreak is a Bible study each morning, Tuesday through Friday. And I forget to say this all the time, but I wanted to show you this. And the reason I put our little emblem up there is Daybreak is also a podcast. Now, after Daybreak is over, I download and then upload, and it becomes a podcast. So anywhere you get podcast, you can... So it's Facebook and YouTube, as far as the live, and then throughout the day, of course, it's here. But then the podcast is on iTunes or where you get podcast. And I forget to tell people this because... Um, like, every so often, I go on, and I just check to make sure it's playing right. Uh, but let's say that, you know, it's about a 20-minute Bible study. I try to hit about 20 minutes. You say, well, on the clock, it's about 25, 26. Well, that's true, but that's with the introductions and singing a song. The Bible study usually is about a 20-minute Bible study. and uh, uh, And so the cool thing is, like, you click on the podcast then you can just fast-forward to where you want. If you just like the teaching, you just jump to the teaching. You don't have to listen to the intro or anything like that. But I forget to tell people that. And uh, it would be good for people to know that because a podcast on your phone doesn't take near as much data to, to listen to. It's like watching it live. So, you know, you could you could turn the podcast on even when you're going through bad spots on the road and you could still listen to Daybreak. Okay, but it's not on there live, so it's I put it up afterwards. It's usually on the podcast by about 9 for sure it's there. Okay, that being said, I want to share some good news with you guys, you guys that are part of and help us in SeaWow uh, Church Without Walls. Now, people that's part of CWOW help many ministries on their own, but CWOW is a mission-minded church group that's come together, we organize together to be a local church body that's completely mission-minded. And I wanted to just share with you that I got some figures this morning. And the figures is what we have sent out in mission money around the world. And when I say around the world, we, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, uh, around here we support ministries as well. So Smith County, uh, Trousdale County, Wilson County, Davidson County, ministries here but Haiti um, uh, Iran Pakistan Pakistan, India, Israel uh, over 70 70 ministries in Israel uh, and we spread money out and we send it out to help everybody a little bit and and we have sent out I want to share with you we have sent out 100 in 2023 with your help we did 115,000 $845.51 dollars Y'all didn't shout hallelujah or nothing. That's so crazy. Almost $116,000. My
1: brain is trying to grasp that because between the two congregations together, we might have 15, (laughs) 20 families. Yeah,
0: so that's just, and, and with our people here on daybreak. And among those in both congregations, people support like, we support other things on our own as well. And everybody part that's part of it supports uh, things on their own. I'm just proud of that. I am so very proud of that. The work that we are doing for the kingdom together. And so I wanted to share that with you. And I wanted to put this emblem up there just for a little bit to say, listen. If you're looking for the podcast, always look for that emblem. Well, let's see, it's be over this shoulder, so it's right there. <laughs> look for that emblem, and you'll see at the bottom it'll have at the bottom of the cross Facebook and YouTube. And there's most of the time, it's a, if it's an authentic one, it'll have Romans one sixteen on there because that says we are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation unto the Jew first, and then also to the Greek and we just love that so i'll get that off of your screen boom read that
1: number one more time one
0: hundred and fifteen thousand eight
1: hundred and forty-five dollars and fifty one cents and that money went to uh oh everywhere i i don't mean like all the places i mean like in haiti they built a kitchen to feed the 300
0: orphans that they care. Sure. Yeah, yeah. $345, I mean, uh, 347 children in Haiti. My point is a lot of
1: times you hear ministries that bring in money and the money goes to buy jets. Or, now th- yeah, this you know, supports <laughs> pastors. It's no, this isn't. This isn't pastors
0: that. buying jets, but this, they're pastors, missionaries, uh, orphan uh, 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 ministries just all over the world, right? And, and I just praise God. Now in Pakistan, Haiti and Pakistan, you know, that, that's a little, we, we probably give most of them each month. Uh, but, anyway, I don't want to linger too long there. I want to get into the Bible study. But thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's turn back and get started in our Bible study with verse 5. So we're now in Proverbs chapter 28. And we're starting with verse 5. And here we go. Boom. He says, evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand all. So, what's a definition of justice? A justice, a good definition of justice would be moral rightness. Okay? Evil men do not understand justice. They can't understand justice. They can't understand morality and moral rightness. Okay. But those who seek the Lord, okay, those who, who cling to the Lord and learn about the Lord, then God gives them understanding of right and wrong, moral rightness. Now, verse 5 just prompted me. I just wanted to turn over into the New Testament and read some scripture to you. I won't even do much explaining because it's pretty self-explanatory. Explanat- <laughs> self-expl-
1: self-explanatory.
0: Pretty self-explanatory, y'all. <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Romans chapter 1. And I'm going to start with verse 21. And I'm just going to read. Moral rightness. Understanding writing wrong. i a minute, Romans
1: what?
0: Romans 1. Uh-huh. Ver- starting with verse 21. Reading the rest of the chapter to 32. Here's what it says. Because Although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God. People's like I I don't I don't want I don't glor, I'm not going to glorify God. Nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts. And because they become futile in their thoughts and rejected God, listen, their foolish hearts were darkened. Darkness covers their heart, right? Professing themselves to be wise. They became fools. It changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. He's talking about how the cultures form an idol and then say, this will be my God because they reject God who is God. They know there's a God inside, deep inside. They're like, I don't want anything to, know, uh, to do with him. I will make my own God. Thank you. I'll worship what I want to worship. Therefore, verse 24, therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness. It's like God says, okay, you, you want to go down that road? I'm giving you over to it. You're going to be totally given over to it. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26. For this reason... For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. It's not natural. It's against nature. Likewise also the men, verse 27. Likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of a woman. What is he talking about? Using the natural use of a woman burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. Verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, no thank you, I'll make my own God, thank you, I'll 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 worship the God I want to worship. I don't want to worship the one true real God, that created us. I'll worship what I want to worship, even though, even as though they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. King James Version, debased mind. King, New King James Version, gave them over to do those things which are not fitting. Being filled with all unrighteousness. Sexual immorality. Wickedness. Covetousness. Maliciousness. Full of envy. Murder. Strife. Deceit. Evil mindedness. They are whisperers. Backbiters. Haters of God. Haters of God. Violent. Amen. That's a lot of reading, I know. And that's not, I ain't preaching. I'm just reading what Paul said. Well,
1: that preaches.
0: Ain't that preaching? That's, <laughs> preaching. that's Apostle Paul. Not
1: a lot of truth right
0: there. Yeah. And that's going back. It says, evil men do not understand justice. Going back to the, the proverb. But those who seek the Lord understand. If you give your heart and say, God, I don't care who you are, you say, God, I want to know the truth. Please show me the truth. Reveal to me truth. I'm coming to you, Lord, with a humble heart. I want to know truth. God will reveal truth to you. And you will get understanding of right and wrong. But if you set your heart on evil and you determine that you will not hear God, you will not know justice. You will not understand justice. You will not understand moral rightness. And a culture that as the culture begins to reject God God gives that culture over. It starts spreading. Spreads like the flu virus. I mean, it spreads like a virus, does it not? It just starts spreading. The more it's sanctioned, the more evil is sanctioned and loved and upheld and glorified, the more people run to it. It's just how it is. Okay, verse 6. Proverbs 28.6 Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one perverse in his ways though he be rich. So this proverb is speaking to the general understanding that the guy that's rich is better off than the guy that's poor. The guy that's got money, got riches, is better off than the poor dude. But what this proverb is saying, actually, if that rich guy, and there's an if there, if he's perverse in his ways, the poor guy that has nothing is much better off than the rich guy in the culture. Can I get an amen? Riches that's gotten perversely are riches that cause, there's something that, Happens to a heart. There's a lot of good Christian, God-loving people that's got money, okay? We're not talking about that. And I shouldn't even have to qualify that all the time. But that's a reality. But we know Scripture teaches us the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And the reality is the majority, we would say the majority of people who are rich are very perverse. Well, the guy on the side of the road who has nothing is better off than him if he's a good guy. Now, just because he's poor don't mean he's a good guy. You can be poor and perverse in your in your ways as well. Amen to that. So you can't tell by that. It's about our hearts. It's about if are we perverse in our ways or are we not perverse in our ways? That's what when we're better off or not better off. Verse 7. Verse 7: Whoever keeps the law is a discerning son. But a companion of gluttonous, gluttons, shames his father. Now often, the word glutton is used for someone who has no self-control. So yes, it's used for a glutton who cannot control their food. But the thought is, if you, if you can't control your appetite, like the Bible says, uh, the Apostle Paul says, their belly is their God. If you can't control... This, you know, if we, if we can't control ourselves in one area, usually we can't control ourselves in other areas too. One of, part of the fruit of the Holy Ghost, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is self-control. And this is something I have to remind myself of too. I'm like, okay, I do have the ability to control myself because I have the Holy Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is for me to be able to control myself. Right? What says, he who obeys the law is a discerning son. He's just saying, obedience shows wisdom. You're discerning. You're showing wisdom when you obey. But a companion of glutton shames his fathers. You just give yourself away, you're going to bring shame to your father. In the Bible, uh, Holy Scripture is always speaking uh, about us bringing honor to our father, not shame to our father. So earthly father, yes, but also our heavenly father, right? The Lord Yeshua, Jesus says that we should live in a way that brings honor and glorifies our father in in heaven. He says, let your works do such good works among men that they may see your works and glorify your father in heaven. That's what the Lord teaches us. All right, I want to try my best to get to verse nine. Can I do it? Two minutes. I think we can do it. Verse 9. Verse 8 says, He who increases his possession by usury and extortion gathers it for him who will pity the poor. This is just speaking of God's justice, that God has the final say. And the people who get wealthy, uh, and they get wealthy by immoral means, And they gather up all this. Guess what? The day is coming when they have to leave this world. They leave this spot, and they're going to leave all of that behind. And ultimately God will make sure that that is used some way to help the poor and to pity those who help the poor. To help those who help the poor. And let's go to verse 9 and we'll end here. Proverbs 28, 9 says, He who turns away his ear from hearing the law... Even his prayer, it is an abomination. Uh, This is pretty easy to understand. If if you have kids, you can really understand this. So you've got a kid, and he's your child, but he won't do anything you say, or she won't do anything that you tell him to do, okay? They will not be obedient. Well, when they come asking for favors, how do you feel towards them?
1: Not, not as willing,
0: not as willing, right? Yeah. So, and and what do you what do you say? Sometimes you'll say to your kid, "Hey, you do what I told you to do," and then maybe we'll talk about going and doing this thing you want to do, right? Well, this proverb is very simply. It's the same kind of thought. If we will listen to God, we listen to God. It 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 causes our prayers not to be hindered. Did you know you can hinder your prayers with God?
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: That's New Testament, that ain't Old Testament, that's New Testament. You can hinder your prayers with God by the way you act, the way you live. Sometimes you can go to God and you're like, God, please, God, please. And God is saying, if you would listen to me once in a while, I would help you out with this. But you spurn everything I say. You won't listen to nothing I'm telling you. And sometimes you hear God saying, you got yourself into this mess. Now, if you'll repent and turn to me, yeah, I will rescue you again. One thing I, I, I talked about Sunday when I was preaching Sunday was, you know, even the woman that was caught in adultery in the very act, as bad as all that was, Jesus says, neither do I condemn you, Yeshua said. He says, I don't condemn you. I forgive you. I let you go. But, but then he says this. And so every time you speak of it or teach it or preach it, Remember to say this he says now go and sin no more in other words now stop it He told another man. He healed he heals a man I don't remember what the ailment was, but he heals a man and he tells him he says now go and Sin no more lest the worst thing come on you That's right. stop it so many times our disobedience to God and we, we can blame God and sometimes we blame the devil we we want to throw everything on the devil. Oh, Satan. Yeah, Satan's bad. And we can blame him for a lot. But you know, there's a lot of mess we get ourselves into because we refuse to hear God. We refuse to do it the way he said does it. He says to do it. And the next thing you know, we're in a mess. Let's listen to God so our prayers won't be hindered. Amen. In Yeshua's name, Lord, let that sink into all of us here on Daybreak. Me, my family, everyone listening. God, we love you, and Father, we're sorry. We're sorry for the times. We just do what we want to do. We don't want to listen to what you say. Forgive us, Lord. We love you, and we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. You're so good to us, Lord. Thank you for your goodness to all of us. In Jesus' name. Yeshua's holy name. Amen. All right, guys. Well, I love you. Thank you for being here this morning. And let's leave daybreak today with this in our mind. Today, today, let's do what God says. When you're about to do something, let's think, what would Jesus do? Think about it, and let's do what God says to do. Okay? Love you. And uh, let's say the Lord's Prayer, and we'll get off here. Our Father, who art in heaven... Love you guys. Love you, love you. You be blessed today, okay? And I'll see you, Lord willing, we'll see you in the morning.